0: Up next on Inside Champ Car, racing on one of America's iconic tracks. Welcome to Inside Champ Car. I am Brian Bolanski and he is... Bill Strong. This week on the show, we look back at the races at Sebring. We take a quick little sneak preview at Nelson Ledges, the longest day coming up in two weeks. And our guest, sports racing icon, Bill Riley. That was fun. Yes. Bill is
1: uh, a wealth of information. Told us how to find all the cheaty bits on all the cheaty cars. No, he didn't. Oh, wait. No, he didn't. (laughs) I just made people sweat.
0: Uh, That's a different conversation. That that was the after dark conversation of Inside Champ Car.
1: (laughs) Inside Champ Car, after dark. That's right. We have to next put the on, we have to put a
0: lot of bass in our voice. When next on up. Cinemax, Champ Car After Dark.
2: <laughs> oh my God, that would be so much fun!
0: Wouldn't that be hilarious? All right, so uh, Sebring oh just got done. You home?
1: Awesome. awesome race! Yes. How is was the weather? Uh, well, it was forever to drive down. There. Of course, forever. It's, it's forever to North get North? to
0: the Florida border, and then it's another forever beyond that.
1: Oh my god it just doesn't end i know and then you get there and you're like oh my god i'm in heaven yeah, yeah Seabring's my number one track sebring is a track that i you know i've i've, I've wanted to win a lot of races yeah i've won one you've but won sebring, one sebring is the one that i want and one day i will win it
0: you know in order to do that you actually have to start driving again
1: yeah well we'll get there one day
0: there you go yeah
1: yeah rotary rocketeers Little nineteen ninety Mazda RX seven took first place on Saturday. Level One Racing right behind him by a lap. Yeah, um, they finished second. Valerian Steel finished third, and Floridians and their turbocharged sticking out of the hood, Floridian guys, they uh, they finished fourth. And then Clark e Motorsports, Clark Motorsports, and their Miata finished fifth. What's really cool about this? A lot of Miatas were up front. Um, you didn't really see, or sorry, a lot of Mazes were up front, not just the you know, um, Miatas, but an RX-7, right? But the you know, one Porsche. Normally at this track, it's SC 300s or Infinities or the big the big bore cars. Not this weekend because I still don't understand how a rotary Rocketeer has a bore. Right, right. Yeah, we tried to do a <laughs> tried to do a, a bore scope on it, and it do not work. Now the stroke test and it just didn't work. It just kept breaking the stick. And I don't, I don't, I don't, it's a rotary bill. Yeah. Yeah. They kept telling me that. You
0: know, know I bet you Bill Riley could explain to you why that's not working. (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to cost you a whiskey.
1: (laughs) Uh, And then Sunday, yeah, Saturday, we we were supposed to get some rain. We got a little sprinkles. It got my eyeglasses wet and kind of freaked me out with my new wireless setup. I didn't want to get it wet. So it's
0: pretty tough. um, Yeah. And,
1: and, but it just sprinkled. Yeah. And it was really good. And then Sunday morning, our Krispy Kreme guys showed up with boxes of donuts. And I knew the day was going to be really, really good. Um, normally, um, by the time I get the donuts in the studio, they're already pretty much gone. But uh, he handed me a box and then I got to the studio and I was the only one in the studio
0: with a whole box of Krispy Kremes,
1: whole box of Kris- Krispy Kremes. And then David came up there. Luckily, there was one left. So I gave him one. But Bill's yeah.
0: pretty, pretty. Crazy without being jacked up on sugar. I don't know if I want to see Bill jacked up on sugar.
1: It was uh yeah, it was good and coffee. Oh, yeah. So. and then uh Sunday morning, you know, I'm I'm doing well. We get David Haynes up in the studio with me, and uh it was a good race. Sunny, not as much wind as the day before, and Valerian Steel. Um they got a they got into an incident on Saturday which pulled them out of the, the wind. And, uh, to, you know, Sunday, they were able to pull it back. And, uh, with their little Mazda, their, their British racing green Mazda Miata took the overall win, won it by two laps over level one motorsport or level one racing and their Miata Floridia. finished third marathon motorsports at TLM. They finished uh, fourth overall. Now, Saturday, um, David Twati came in to pit lane t- right towards the end of the race with an, a gearbox issue. And it was really whining a lot. And they finally, they had to get it. They had to go into the, into the gearbox or underneath the car to do something to it. And they got it into the gear it needed to be in. And basically, it just went around the track, I think, in third or fourth gear. and But when he came down that front straightaway, it was squealing like you would not believe. It, it drowned out everything at that track. But he was able to, uh, on Saturday, secure the uh, C-Class win. And then on Sunday, uh, did, did it again. Uh, did he win C? I think, he, yes, he won C-Class uh, with the, um, and, but in fourth overall with that TLM uh, uh, Marathon Motorsports BMW 330. And then uh, fifth place was the Fing Dog, Fing Dog Racing's Porsche Boxster. And I thought the boxers would do a lot better, but uh, um, not so. They finished fifth and uh, but the fastest time of the day Sunday was a 232 by the 6 bangers 2004 BMW. Right. Fun race man. Um everybody everybody did their thing and and uh everybody say, safe. We did have a fire, one red flag. Um that was put out fairly quickly. Uh we may have had a little fire on Saturday as well that was a uh, but I think it was more rubber in the wheel when the car stopped the as the safety guys walked up to the car, the, there was a little fire coming out of the wheel, so they quickly extinguished that, but uh, we didn't have the red flag for that one. But yeah, that that uh that fuel thing, they basically, fuel, the fuel line melted, and fuel was just going all over the place, and uh, they like, no nice themselves out or something. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, there was some other stuff that happened. I don't know the whole story, because Ray was telling me, but I was driving in traffic, and so I'm kind of focused on, you know, my job at hand, which is driving. But I kind of remember some of it. So, but, um, but, yeah, that happened. But yeah, it was a good, good race overall. Facilities are awesome. Track is great. Uh, weather was hot, humid, and hot again. Of course, the after parties at are Epic, uh, <laughs> you know, at the Seven Hotel. Uh, but uh, it was great. It was a fun weekend. Cool. And well, we've got going some back. Again. Yeah, we're going back again in December, too. So
0: that's pretty cool. Pretty awesome. So you, you were able to talk with the the winners in Victory Lane. Let's uh, let's take a minute and uh, listen to those it, those those listen those, to those people. I just got done driving 2000 miles over the last now, couple of days. You, <laughs> this was done
1: live on um, on our, our new live thing. So it's there might be a couple of hiccups in it, but. Eh. It's there.
0: It's there. We're we'll going to listen to that, and we will have a tech tip on the other side. We'll do that next.
1: All right, down here with the uh, driver of the Rotary Rocketeers. What's your name, man? Mike Lowe. Mike, uh, pretty epic uh, finish there. You guys uh, took this RX-7 up to the win here seven hours at Sebring. You look pretty wore out, man. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty wasted. Uh, I, I drove twice today, so, yeah. This season, hammered. And then we had uh, a wheel bearing going bad at the yeah, end. Yeah. Uh yeah, wheel bearing going bad. So I had to baby at the last like four or five laps on the left hand turns. I mean it's something's real bad on the right hand side.
1: Yeah, you can see rubber uh yeah.
2: rubber showing up on like, the fender. I could hear the wheel squealing in turn one. I'm like, that ain't right. <laughs> so it was uh changing the alignment while we were driving. But yeah, the car was
1: freaking awesome today. Jeez. Yeah, it couldn't uh yeah, couldn't be better. So that heat that played a major uh Major effect on uh, your stints? Uh, looks
2: like it. Yeah. At least we got a cool suit, so you know we, we're staying sane. But yeah, it's hard on the car in this heat. You know, everything's at, at its limit. Especially, especially the faster you go, the more load you put on everything. So, yeah, those uh those wheel bearings take a beating. Now the Falcon Azina's worked well in this heat. Yes, they did. Yeah, they worked really well in this heat. I was uh impressed. Who drove today for you guys? Uh, I did first stint, and then my son. Uh, Jeremy did the second stint, and then Kevin, normally our fuel guy, did the uh, third stint, and then I finished it up. We thought it was going to rain, so we figured somebody would lose a stint today, but no, no rain in, full, in uh, Sebring
1: for once. I know. That, that really helped you out a lot, actually.
2: Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't mind a cool shower. <laughs>
1: You're in the convertible wanting a, a, a shower. Yeah,
2: well. Not bad, but my son is a uh, ex-pro drifter, so he's really good at the rain. We always put him in the rain. He's usually the fastest car on a track in the rain, so it's, it's pretty cool. he, had, he set a turn at 2:30, one or 2:33 today, which was crazy fast. I'm like, wow, slow down, you're gonna
1: hurt something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, congratulations winning here, this uh, seven hours at Sebring. Let's go find the uh, second place car they they've had to go. They've had to go out and get Tawati's car, cause it was uh. Didn't make it. No, I didn't make it. Four twelve, Bill. Level one. Okay, then we got lightning seven miles out. We seven got lightning up. seven miles out. Oh, hey, so uh, tell me, man. Pretty awesome race. Uh, I know, Bill.
3: Listen, <clears throat> we started pretty much dead last from the draw, um, and. We steadily moved our way up. And essentially, it's, it's basically the way it is with most of all these races. You, you prepare and you run your race. You stay
4: consistent. Try not to hit anything. Try not to get black flagged. And it does come to you if you do everything right. And it fell our way today. And unfortunately for Valerian, they're friends of ours. They had a black flag for an incident. And it gave, handed us back in a lap for, for that. And uh, we ended up second overall in winning the class.
1: So it's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Bill. All right. 998 Valerian Steel. Where are you guys at? Right,
2: thank you. Thank you. We all we all did. We we had a little few obstacles over come along the way, but you know, when it came time, we put it all together and uh, and got it done out
1: here today. There's like nothing in this car. There's like no weightnessing. Is that why you got it just so fast?
2: Uh That may be a little bit, a lot of preparation from our team, from Ron Motorsports and Ken Montevani, Montevani Racing, they do a good job on on it all, and our hand-cooked tires really do a good job, but, uh, you know, we got a real good driver lineup. We're very consistent all the way from start to finish, you know, front to back, silver, gold, and bronze drivers, It's silver.
1: So you guys can, uh, with no issues tomorrow, you should be able to take control of this race.
2: Well, we're certainly going to try it. We're going to get it back to the trailer, look, and see what we could do to get it ready for tomorrow, and uh, you know, talk about what we could do better, have done better today, and uh, and make it
1: and try to make it happen. So let's do a quick talk with the uh, with the Mustang guys here that won EC. Yeah,
4: backwards it's Racing.
1: Cool shot. They, uh, I think they slowed down or sped up to catch the uh, leading class car. But, uh, man, that was a pretty epic drive out there for
5: you guys. That was an awesome day. Yeah, when I caught Valerie and Steele there, I figured, well, they're second place. I'm just going to follow them around for an hour. And I'm friends with Chris who did the finishing stint with them. So we're waving at each other. We're helping each other through traffic. Just keep it clean for the last two hours. So it was a good day. We
1: didn't bump draft them, say hi to them or anything cool like that.
5: Maybe after Checker. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: love it. I love
5: it. Yeah, absolutely. I've known Chris a long time. Yeah, he was he was getting that for sure after Checker. So So who are your drivers this weekend? I got John Keevan here, Jason Carlisle, and Trent Carlisle and uh Henry Gilbert who was with us yesterday but not here today. So uh this man this morning put us in a place that it just made the rest of our job easy. (laughs) Tell us a little about the car, because it's sort of a bastard car. Yeah, it is, it is. Uh yeah, where it says Chevy on the roof, some kid put that on the roof many, many years ago, and well, lo and behold, we put a Chevy engine in it. So, that's uh.
1: And it's a Ford Mustang.
5: It is a Ford Mustang, 1994, my 1995 Ford Mustang with a 2000, 2010 Z28 engine. So. So you you did what should have been done at the factory, right? That's what most people say. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard over there won't be too happy with it. <laughs> He wasn't happy when the kid wrote Chevy on the roof, but he was a he was a little kid with cancer, so he got, he could do what everyone. <laughs> but uh, now, really, long time with this car, a lot of races, a couple should have, could have, and didn't happen. So today, we finally put it together.
1: All right, yeah, I know you guys have been trying for a long time, and uh, it's good to see you guys up there in first place on EC, man. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot, man. All right, All right congrats. All right, we're trying to get the uh, winners of the uh, event over here. First place, Valerian Steele. Good win, guys.
5: Oh my God! Uh, uh, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. And finally, we 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 got the win. And uh, we've had second place overall, and we've had a lot of firsts in classes. But oh my gosh, there's no like finally to get a win. It feels so good. Not only a win, but a win at Sebring, dude. Well, and this is our home track, and we've never had a win here overall. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't explain. It just feels fantastic. It's going to be awesome seeing that trophy sitting on the wall. 100%. <laughs> so what do
1: you think, man? Wow, the whole weekend was there was a lot of drama and a lot of fun. But it all came together. I woke up this morning, and I had a really good feeling. And I said, this is our day. And everything fell into place. Couldn't have been better. So you felt like a winner this morning. Absolutely. It, it was meant to be. There you go. All right, guys, congratulations. Is that your first win? Yeah, first win overall. So first win overall, and at Sebring of Woo! of all tracks, your home track, and uh, congratulations, Valerian Steel, first win at Sebring. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
0: Good job. Sounded good, Bill. Love the new sound from the yep. uh, from the from pit lane with the new wireless gear.
1: And I'd like to thank you, Brian. That was. Um, I, had, I don't
0: know what you're talking about.
1: Stuff worked great, you helped me out find a get a solution that sent me back on Pit lane, though I would have really enjoyed it better at a at a track that was a you know a little more less hot <laughs> well, you
0: know. I can't help you with that. I can work miracles, but only so much, <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I think it's going to work pretty good at a lot of these tracks you go to um i've actually um, spent today researching and I found some modifications that we can make to the little boxes and, and, uh, the wire wireless stuff with adding different antennas mm-hmm. and we've doing talked things. about that. So that's, I think it's going to be fun. It's, it's, uh, you know, I kind of enjoy this side of it. The tech, the tech side of the this yeah. stuff, which yeah. I haven't done in quite a while. There you go. Yeah.
0: So we got a tech tip, right?
1: I believe so. Flagtronics.
0: And, oh, yeah. wait,
1: wait, we've got to play music.
0: I know. I know you, 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 you jumped the gun, Bill.
1: Okay, now what's a tech tip again? <laughs> okay, today's tech tip is Flagtronics. And we all know Flagtronics because we're all using it now. We've all been using it since about February um, or earlier. But uh, pretty much since June 1, it has been required. Yep. Um, you can buy it from uh, Flagtronics.com. Just go ahead over there and just get the kit. Includes everything you need, which is the unit, the cables to plug it in. You can either hotwire it to a car. comes with a battery so that when you shut the car off at your fuel stop, it keeps the timer running. So don't cut that battery off. That's really important. We've seen people cut the battery off thinking they're going to save a few pounds. It doesn't weigh that much, Mm. uh, but it's needed. Or you can use just a regular USB port. And I run mine on a USB port I have uh, plugged into my computer and uh, during the race up in the tower so i can see the flag status for the whole track but um mount it so that your drivers can see it don't mount it to the right don't mount it to the left mount it right in front of their face now these things do have uh, dimming automatic dimming on them then the brand spanking new ones have two uh light sensors one on the front one on the back nice um and uh that actually helps it to uh um not be so bright right well that's race. what i was
0: asking when we were trying to figure out what to do yeah. for the tech tip i said you know what that bright thing to have it bright enough for you to see it at noon and then not blind you at midnight at at nelson right. during a 24-hour race how does it do that and you said oh no it's got a thing and i'm in it so it's, it's a got thing, a couple yeah. of photo yep. cells and sure. uh, and that's how it i'm guessing that's what they're using or something you, similar
1: you can make words up i don't <laughs> care
0: <laughs> i'm guessing it's the similar technology that w- it, what puts my yard lights that come up at the dark and go off at night Yes. Uh so, and, and, and I believe now, if it's wrong, I'm going to be sounding like a complete idiot, but, uh, I believe that's called a photo cell.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, there's, there's different ways of mounting it. They've okay. got, uh, they've got, if you go to their web page and you add the, uh, you know, you select the in-car package, mm-hmm. you just pick champ car, select the in-car package. You can get different mounts for it, roll cage, suction cups. Don't really recommend the suction cup um, for our type of racing because you don't want that thing falling off at midnight. No, no. Um, FT200 adapter plates that uh, look like a GoPro mount. But I think one of the most important things to get is that FT200 visor. It's a little visor that goes over the front of it. And what happens is you're going to put it on your dash, and at night it's going to reflect onto your windscreen. And that visor will actually keep not only keep the sunlight from hitting Mm -hmm. it, but it actually keeps the reflections off your windscreen during night racing. And that was always something I worked Cause we did a lot of night racing with our MR2s and, you know, it had one of those, you know, really steep rake, steeply raked windshield. So any light source would just yeah. light up the windscreen. So um, one of the things that I really worked hard on was getting rid of all that. Did I ever get it perfect? No, but um, we, we came close, you know, painted everything black in there as we could. And uh, just kept reflections down as much as we could because that distraction can sure. really hurt you, especially at tracks like VAR, which is so dark. Right. And Nelson Ledges. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, I
0: hadn't thought about that. Wiser. Great tips. Good tips, Bill. Considering 30 seconds ago, we didn't have a tech tip to talk about.
1: No, nah, we didn't. No. Yeah, it's all right. You
0: know, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Anything else we should know before we head out?
1: Just um, listen to Bill Riley.
0: It's yeah. a good talk.
1: We had a good talk with him.
0: That's coming up next. Right after this short break, uh, we're going to have Bill Riley from IMSA, American Le Mans, IndyCar fame. Also, champ car racer. He's with us next on Inside Champ Car Don't Go Away.
4: Every race weekend, you don't know what's going to happen. But with Champ live all the action comes right into your living room. The Champ Car Endurance Series is North America's home to real competitive endurance road racing. And Champ Car.live brings you live, full race coverage with in car trackside cameras interviews, and expert commentary. And ChampCar.Live brings you live full race coverage with in-car and track side cameras, interviews, and expert commentary. Check out champcar.live on the web, subscribe, and ring the bell so as not to miss a single minute of the action. It's fun, free, informative, and it's just a click away. Champcar.live, come check us out. We bring you a front row seat, but you'll only need the edge.
0: Welcome back to Inside Champ Car. Brian Polanski, along with my big buddy, Bill Strong, and joining us now. The other Bill. I, I the, said the the, the Bill. Bill.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fast Bill versus slow Bill. Bill Riley is with us. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. We've been talking about having you on for a very long time. And, oh, uh, good. Good to be on. I'm glad that you've uh, been able to find a few minutes to stay with us or join us, and I appreciate yeah. that. For those of you don't know, this is Bill Riley of uh, Riley Engineering, Riley Motors. What's the official title of the Big Rileys
3: team? Uh, Well, the big the big company is Riley Technologies. That's right. Okay. And underneath that is Riley Motorsports.
0: Got it. Got it. Uh, Bill is a longtime icon of the uh, IMSA sports car. You did American Le Mans Series too, right? All all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yep. American Le Mans IMSA, then a. American Le Mans, and Grand Am, and now we're all back to IMSA. Back
0: to IMSA, and uh, and you come and play with us in the Champ Car Endurance Series, which we love.
3: When, yep, whenever so, I can.
1: So, Bill, um, you come from a line of racers or race car designers, engineers. Your yep. father did this, Bob, right?
3: Yep, yep. My father's. Uh, I think he started racing in 1949, and he's still at it today. He's 91, wow. and he uh, his his career is. Uh, pretty epic is in racing so it's kind of uh i was born into it and i always knew this is what i was going to do
1: yeah is this the same company as like riley and scott and all the all those famous Um, names?
3: yeah i mean this is it's evolved into that it's a different company of course you know legal stuff but it's um but it was riley and scott for 10 years or so so a lot of different stuff
0: so you said bob's still active what's bob doing these days
3: well, we're just actually finishing up a new um, Trans Am car, a TA one car. So that's he's been working pretty hard on that, and then we're doing continuations of the Ford Mark IV, the 1967 Le Mans winning car, and he's pretty active in that also because he, you know, was there at Car Craft, and some of the drawings we, we have of that project, you know, have his name on them.
1: Oh wow, that's awesome! That's so yes, cool. that's pretty
3: cool. Yeah.
1: Years, during, I think it was before, right before COVID really came on strong. I took a tour. You took me on a tour of your uh, factory there in uh, Mooresville yep. and um, took me upstairs. And there's your dad at a drafting table with a pen and <laughs> or pencil and a, and a T yep. square just drawn away bearings and stuff. And I was just like, wow, he's no computer CAD stuff. He's still doing it old school.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he still does it old school. Then we have a couple of pretty strong designers that converted into CAD or, you know, obviously add to it. Right. And uh, that's kind of how, how we do things still.
1: So your dad was um, one of the guys that kind of changed racing with a lot more aerodynamics, the Ford Probe, yeah. was it, you guys were involved with? Um, uh,
3: he was involved in the Mustang GTP.
1: Oh, Mustang, that was it, GTP.
3: Yep. yep, Yeah, so a lot of, uh, you know, he he was uh, kind of uh, at the cutting edge of the ground effects era in the 70s um, with, with IndyCar, you know, because obviously he worked, he worked with Ford quite a bit in the 70s. And with uh, Gordon Johncock, you know, in the '70s, so kind of some iconic guys, and worked a lot. He worked a lot of NASCAR also, uh, with the Elliots and with uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. and Davey Allison. So we kind of were pretty fortunate when I was coming on board, you know, in the mid '80s. You know, we were we were working with some pretty iconic teams and individuals. So it was pretty pretty good, pretty good deal.
0: So your family is one of the few families in this motorsports world. Who have had success, not just participation, but success in NASCAR, IndyCar, IMSA, all its sports card iterations, yeah. and 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 everything you guys have touched, maybe not it's turned to gold, but you've been successful in all of those things. What what do you what do you contribute that to?
3: Um, boy, that's uh, I I think it's being around good people, having people being everybody from uh, you know from the from the guy doing the, the smallest jobs all the way up to the drivers. I think we've just been fortunate to be around good people that can, you know, that we can contribute to to their success.
0: Yeah. And, and I, I would also suggest that putting fast race cars on the track over and over and over again, makes people want yeah. to come and spend money with you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, obviously we've had some, some, some cars that didn't make it cars that, that weren't good. Um, and then we had some cars that were super successful. So you kind of, Hopefully, you have uh, more good ones and bad ones, and, and we're fortunate enough to be on a on a good level of the meter.
0: You know, th- this actually brings up a great question: y- the ones that weren't successful, <laughs> how do you yeah. sh- how do you brush that off, or or, or you learn something from it and pu- and and move on? That kind of thing.
3: Oh, well, a lot of times you learn, you know, what not to do on a car, you know, mechanically, and then you also some of them aren't successful because the deal isn't successful mm-hmm. that you do around the car. So then. You know, then you learn uh not to do deals like that or pick up what you can learn and keep moving on. What's a so kind of there's usually two reasons why, why there's a, a car that doesn't uh, work. You know, it's mechanical issues, you know, mechanical or aero issues, and then it's, you know, being around the wrong group, around oh. people. Okay. Cool.
1: So how did how did you how did you get involved with the racing side of it, you know, with the, the design side? Was it just a given that you were gonna do it with your dad or did you yeah. want to go on and do something
3: else? Or no. Did you... <laughs> <laughs> no. I started, uh, I mean, I started cleaning wheels. Uh, you know, the funny story I tell people get into racing is my first year of motorsports I cleaned wheels, you know, mm-hmm. and then the, the second year of my motorsports career, I cleaned wheels again, you know, <laughs> so I cleaned wheels for two years. Was that because was you, you weren't good at it the first year? <laughs> no, it's the same wheels. Okay. They got dirty again. Okay. Um, and it's funny enough, my, uh, my mom, I was friends with the team manager at the time. I mean, they were all friends, of course, and uh, told the team manager to try to get me out of motorsports. And I cleaned when I was 16. They made me clean everything. They actually one year at one time made me clean the bottom of the semi, like underneath the semi, clean oh. the bottom of the semi. Th- that's that's how much they want. She was trying to get me out of it. And it didn't work. You know, it just didn't work. That's funny. Yeah.
0: My first time at the racetrack with my dad i uh I put six quarts of red line onto the grass underneath the race car because I forgot to put the <laughs> oil plug back in and um, yeah yeah the dad, exactly. dad didn't kick me out so thirty seven yeah. years later, I'm still here now I'm talking with you so
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, you know you know the other part about the good cars and the bad cars is you know you have to be able to learn from your mistakes quite a bit too and remember that so that's uh, that's another thing that you learn, uh, you know, from the bad cars.
0: So uh, how much, I mean, you've seen lots of changes over the years. So Mm -hmm. from the seventies to today, you know, what, what's the one thing that you could say that you wish has hadn't changed. And then the one thing that you're happy has changed over the years.
3: I, I I was a kid in the seventies and I kind of miss, uh, and I was mostly because my father's work was mostly involved, around Indy cars and I, I miss all oh, the Indy cars looking different. I miss the hmm. different sounds of the different engines. And then you also miss about how heroic a lot of those guys were and how hard all the crew guys worked, you know, not the crew guys don't work hard now, but it was like a, a different thing back then, you know, it was a passion or, you know, it was a, it was such a life. Um, but I think, I think the thing that's the best right now is, you know, how much safer everything is Right, car wise. I mean, we had a huge wreck, uh, a couple of days ago at Mossport with our LMP3 car and, and, uh, the driver, Scott Andrews, you know, he didn't get knocked out. He didn't have any issues. He just unstrapped. And if, you know, if you guys watch the, the tape of that wreck, it was about, you know, maybe about an hour to go. We had that wreck. I mean, it was a hard hit and he just walked 160 away
1: 160 miles an hour. He's going down that back straight.
3: Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. It was a, it was a hard hit. And, um, uh, and he just walked away and, you know, and there we are, we had to go to the medical center to get him, And he was just, well, as normal as Scott Andrews is, is how he was, you know, <laughs> and just his normal normal self. Well, so, I watched the medical guy
1: standing around him, and they're trying to direct him. He's, like, more more concerned about the car.
3: I think he was more concerned about uh, coming back and seeing us. I think it's what he was <laughs> concerned about. <laughs> but, but it's all good. I mean, he, you know, the cars to me are just tools to go quick, and, um, and I don't really get too emotionally attached to the cars. I get upset because we're out of a race, but I don't get upset that a driver... Uh, you know wreck the car very much
1: that was going to be my question it's like you know because you have that wreck and you're trying i think you're in third for the championship something yeah. like yeah something like that happens i mean how that drive back has got to be the worst because i know like with us and we're the low lowest of the low level and it's still a, a hard drive back
3: yeah yeah it was you know you you kind of go but walk from uh, the pit lane back to the truck and you think okay the championship's over and now we just have to concentrate on on winning road, Atlanta, road, America and winning, uh, road Atlanta, you know, that's our next two rounds. And we just have to, you have to concentrate on, on, on ending the, the season with wins. We already have two wins this year, which is successful. Um, but we need to, we need to just have wins going forward, you know? So you just think about that and kind of get redirected and, and off you go.
1: So a bunch of years ago, um, you got into this thing called chump car. Yeah you and your, your team, what, how did you find out about this? And how did you, what, what, what made you build a, a
3: probe? Well, I have a, a long time. Um, I've all, I've always done a champ, chump car, champ car with Tyler hook, who's a longtime friend and engineer for us. And he engineers the 74 car. So him and I have worked together for a long, long time and are good friends, um, uh, real good friends. And, um, he wanted to get involved in it. And unfortunately I didn't have work for him at the time. So he was laid off. And um, he wanted to get into it, and I said, "Well, I'll pay for it if you build it," you know, type of thing. And we were going to build an Acura, uh, an Integra. And um, he went and found this probe and said, "No, let's do this Probe GT with a V6 in it," you know. And, and we and off we went, we were running this probe, this Probe GT, and it was it was a lot of fun. And the car, he still ha- we still have the car, and it still runs, and it's still you know real fun to drive. We took it to VIR maybe uh, two years ago just to drive it. And had a great time just driving it. You know, it's not competitive. It's a C class car. It's not competitive. You know, by today's standards, right, right. but but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I have one of those. The uh,
1: now you you then went on to uh, be on the board of directors, and as I used to call yeah. you, Mister No, which I hated because every time we <laughs> wanted to try and do something, no,
3: come on, no. I know. No. I say I say no a lot more than I say no a lot. I said no a lot more than the board does now. I'll tell you that, you know, I, I can say, I can say that, that I said no a lot, why? especially to you.
0: Yes. You well, did. that's why Bill.
3: <laughs> well, why? I think, I think I, uh, I love the, I love the sport and the rules and how it was going. And um, you didn't really want to see any changes, you know, yeah. to, to, to potentially upset the, the Apple cart. You know, you didn't want to see any any big changes because there were a lot of cars out there. A lot of people enjoying the weekends and at the time, um, you know, some tracks weren't full because of locations or the venue, but but a lot of them were. So right. it's like, why do we make any big changes? Because this is a success. And we had the same problem you have now. You have a lot of people, um, you know, saying how bad it is, but they but they never go to a race, you know. So yeah. we had the same problems 10 years ago or whatever it was, eight years ago.
0: So, you know, you make your living racing cars. You've done this for yeah. decades and on your days off, you choose to go racing cars with Champ Car. Yeah, um, right. Is it just part of the blood? It's in, it's in the DNA? Because I know a lot of people, when they leave their day job, whatever it is, and on their weekends, the last thing they want to do is do their day job on the weekends.
3: No, I mean, I, uh, I, uh, I have a good group of people who go Champ Car racing with Tyler. Folks, like I mentioned, and um, Jim Matthews, who kind of is the, the car owner. And uh, we have a we have a good time and we bring in a couple other friends to drive. We have bring in a lot some good crew guys, and we really just have a good time. And it's kind of to me, you know, I, I don't hunt or fish or bowl or have any other super big hobbies. Um so it's kind of um, it's kind of what, what I do, you know.
1: So I thought you were I thought you were a traveler. I saw you traveling all over the United States in a Viper one time.
3: Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, me and Mark Miller did a trip across country in a Viper to see how fast we could do it. It was pretty fast, but it was, a, it was a good trip. It was a good trip.
1: Are you sure that's something we want to talk about? <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good trip. That's well,
1: that and the, uh, and the cutout of, of Bill Riley. Where in the world is Oh, Bill?
3: yeah, yeah. Dinner with racers had me all over the place. That's yeah. fun.
0: That's fun so w- w- when you show up at a at a champ car race you know riley and, and the Riley team and you know a lot of the folks like me are there who don't have the expertise or the knowledge or the background um yeah. um you know w- what do you say to folks when, when they say to you why, why do you come and do this where and, and race up against us uh,
3: uh, uh well i'm I never really when I was younger I never really drove because I was too busy you know designing cars mm-hmm. or Working on them or managing teams and all that, so I never really drove. I raced go karts for a while, and then um, then when this came along, it 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 was just a a good team sport and a good. And I just enjoy the driving part of it. I enjoy the level of the driving and who I'm around, and, and and I just enjoy the sport, you know. And unfortunately, you know, we've grown to level our team where we bring a lot of spare parts and a lot of equipment, and and now we, you know, then therefore we bring one of the big trucks. And and that's kind of not necessarily in the spirit of it all, but it's just we don't have room to fit all the stuff in, you know. Uh, and the, and the, funny enough, the big trucks are typically cheaper to operate than a than a dually and a, yeah. and a gooseneck.
1: You also you're also out there helping guys figure out their issues too. I mean, it's not like you I'll guys help
3: can... I'll help it I'll help anyone in the paddock for for a drink for <laughs> a beer I'll, a, a beer or or whiskey I'll help anybody in the paddock. And he yeah. does.
0: Yeah. yeah, That's great. I, I always loved it when, you know, a pro team or a pro driver was racing in something I was racing in, because it allowed me to measure myself, you know, yeah. and it showed me how bad I was, which is fine.
3: <laughs> well, we don't, we don't let any pro drivers in the Corvette. I tell you that much. We don't, we don't, there's actually a, a driver coach, a very good one named James Goy, who um, races in Champ Car from time to time. And um, he, he's a very good coach, a uh, professional coach. And I actually pay him not to talk about my driving on the weekend because I I don't want to know I don't want to know what I'm doing wrong and how wrong I'm doing it I really don't want to know so yeah. that's awesome
0: yeah I I love yeah. that and and because you know people don't think about the fact that someone like you d- hasn't really driven a lot you know and and this is fun yeah. for you
3: yeah I mean I just haven't driven you know I've driven a lot of go kart stuff and you know then obviously with the champ car stuff and some vintage stuff but I would I'd never consider myself a driver but. You know, you go to a Champ Car race, and here you are racing along. You know, and get to enjoy uh, and and being racing at those tracks, at all the great tracks that Champ Car goes to. You know, they um, that that kind of helps me engineer cars better. You know, for example, I remember being at Road Atlanta uh, with the car and uh, the driver saying it was Mark Goosens saying, "I got to hit that curb and turn three to get a good lap time." I mean, you're like, no, you don't. You know, drive around it. It's not going to last for for 10 hours if you keep hitting that curb like that and then you go race champ car there and you're like yeah i got to hit that curb you, you know then you yeah. realize the next car you do or the next time you go there to engineer you know you, you got to make sure that car can hit the curb every lap you know that's- to get the lap time i never
0: yeah. thought that that would make you a better engineer that's a great idea mean, yeah, oh yeah, that's for a great sure. thought process
3: yeah for sure you get to know you know i mean not that i'm a uh, you know great at it but you get to know what curbs you have to hit and what you don't have to hit. I don't I don't ever coach a driver on what to do, you know, at Watkins Glen or or Rhode Atlanta or anywhere. But I'm just saying you know in your head what you need to what you need to have the car do. Right. Like you go to Road America, you know, and it's it's obvious you gotta make the car go through the carousel fast because that leads on to the back straightaway. So, you know, but when you're driving it, you're like, Man, I really need this car to do this so I can stay in it full to go down the back straightaway.
1: I, I, I remember when I was with you guys at uh, VIR, you, over the, the team intercom, um, some, one of the drivers had said something, the car was doing something something a little different. And um, your engineer and you, one of the guys said, remember at the 24 when, when the car would do this through there and you guys were like comparing notes and, and you could understand what the car was doing at that bump yeah. or whatever
3: he was hitting yep exactly yep exactly an engineer at that time was tyler hook yep. same one it's That's same right. one it's uh you know that i, I race champ car with that so, does all the work to be honest yeah what's
0: yeah. now what, what's more satisfying winning on the pit box at an imsa race or winning a champ car race for you when you've been with your team driving
3: um i, I think winning an imsa is more satisfying um more so because you know that helps the business hmm. you know uh, that that's more of a a work thing that's more satisfying you know how many people put work into this winning and how much i enjoy the clients and and they winning you know so i think i think winning an imsa if i had to trade one for one like you know road america win in champ car or road america win an imsa i'm gonna have to pick the imsa one now
1: you had probably one of the highest highs and the lowest lows at Le Mans. I mean, yes. how, how, bad, how bad was that
3: this year or, or two years, three years two, ago? Two
1: years, Yeah. Three. The, the, this show was actually pretty good. I mean, it was, yeah, yeah. This year was okay. Year, you did good.
3: Oh, 19. Uh, that, that was my worst day in motorsports without it. Well, you know, without anyone getting hurt, of course, but that, that was a hor- It was just a horrible day for me or for the whole team. It was just, it was really bad. I mean, um, you know, we understood it a little bit and, uh, but it was just really bad. You know, I, I can't describe how, how gut wrenching that was to have that one pulled away. Cause that, that's the goal or my goal is to win that race, you know, and to have that one pulled away. It was really, really tough, really tough to take. That must, but, you know, then you, the next day you wake up or then you know, and you're like, you know what, I got to come back here. You know, the next day I was Tuesday. I was, you know, we won on Sunday, got pulled on Monday night at midnight. And then we uh, Tuesday, you know, on the plane ride, I'm like, I got to get back to Le Mans, you know. So, so you, you kind of brush it off and you know you got to get back and, and go from there.
1: So, do you think with with you that you did well with Ferrari? Do you think they're they're going to give you a little more oomph?
3: Ferrari helping us or yeah. or Le Mans at Le Mans? Um, I, the Ferrari deal was good. They, they, you know, they're a great partner. You know, we we run a team for them for our challenge. I don't know I don't know how much further that will go with Ferrari um, you know we were a customer team um, and I'm not too sure how that'll go um, it's tough to race against AF Corsa right. um, AF you know stands for a model Ferrari so it's kind of hard to race against them uh, with Ferrari so we'll just see what happens in the future but I didn't I, I think we had a pretty good showing for Ferrari and definitely professionalism and everything else with them good. for sure.
0: When you have a rough day like you did at 19, isn't that part of the, the amazing part of our sport is that if you have a day like that, the next day you're like, okay, we can come back and try it again.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I was like that for sure. Um, <laughs> some of my crew members were not <laughs> to say the least. Uh, some of them, you know, when I asked to come back this year, uh, gave me a fairly clear and defined no so that they would not go back with me. But, um, just because of what happened to us in 19, but, um, yeah. I mean, I, I was pretty clear on going, wanting to go back. It was a great part of the, that's a great part of the sport. And then you go back and this year and, and you feel welcomed again and you, you know, and you brush it off and you're like, well, let's see how fast, how, how we can go here.
1: And you've worked with some really good drivers over the year. Tommy Kendall, Ben yep. Keating, who's doing really well
3: now. Yeah. And Garth Robinson. Right. Yeah. I've been lucky to work with uh, really good drivers. And I have worked with, you know, um, kind of like four, as of pro drivers you know i worked with max angelelli in 2000s early 2000s and mark goosens in the mid 2000s uh your own bleaker mullen you know uh recently and then now with uh, felipe fraga yep. so i'm pretty lucky to be working with those four guys especially when you're building new cars and you're developing things and they're they really are outstanding they're outstanding people and then on top of that they're outstanding in the car and they you know every now and then uh you know, you see a driver and you see him in a paddock and they don't really ever do anything that, that astounds you. And But those four guys, and, and a lot of others I've worked with, of course, they do things and you're like, whoa, you know, I don't know if I could ever do, I don't know who, who else could have pulled that one off, you know, or, or think that fast or have hands that fast, you know, to, to catch it or to you know, take a pass that's a bit challenging. But those four guys kind of stand out right now.
0: So do you look at or look for a particular trait? Cause I, when I think of those four drivers, personalities are a little different for all of them. Um, yeah. the way they drive a car is all a little bit. They're, they're all, they all bring the car home. I guess that's one great, great, uh, yeah. uh, trait, yeah. but the, the way they drive is a little different. Their personalities are different. What, what, what makes you choose a driver when you're looking for a new driver like that?
3: I think some of part, it's like what their feedback is like and, okay. uh, how they are as a person and, how they get along with uh, teammates. I mean, typically in sports car racing, you know, you're racing with a teammate that that's a brilliant budget and how they interact with that person. You know, like Jerome Bleakamullin, you know, uh, interacted very well with Ben Keating, and they were friends, and they are friends. Um, you, you know, just didn't help them along so much. And Fraga does the same thing with Dar Robinson, you know, and and just how much they help each other. And, and you know, Goosens did it with uh, Jim Matthews, who's you know, we raced to Corvette with. And then uh, Max Angelelli, you know, worked real well with Wayne Taylor.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I I know Ben pretty well, and he's an easy guy to get along with, thankfully. Right. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah he's, pretty, yeah, he's pretty. He's he can be pretty hardcore at times, but uh, we're 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 really good. We're good friends, and yeah. uh, you know, time that someone says, "Hey, you know, you, you if you want a chance to work with Ben again, you know, I would jump at that for sure."
1: So you'll be racing against him at the VIR twenty four coming up here. No, before.
3: he'll be racing at the same track as we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The gloves will come off against Ben Keating at, at, uh, at VIR and he knows that. And I know that and off it goes, you know, but yeah. 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 Okay.
0: All right. So, so be, yeah. we'll, we'll be keeping a close eye out for, for side to side calls. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think we'll hit each
0: other. But
3: um, I, there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of side bets going on. There's gonna be a lot of gambling going on between us, our team and Ben's team for sure. So Lots this of side is, bets.
1: This is you has a Corvette and Ben has the uh, Acura. Um, yeah, yeah they're the big Acuras or something or
3: another. No, it's an Integra. Integra. Okay. All right.
1: Yeah. They're Integra. yellow. They're bright yep, yellow. They're yellow.
3: And yep. because
1: they're yellow, I have to I have to root for Ben Keating. So.
3: I'm oh, so gotcha. That. Gotcha. Well, I got yellow stripes. You do. Yeah. So you can, how would you how can would root you... for, yeah, you can root for Ben Keating. I wouldn't bet for Ben Keating. <laughs> <over our> partner, <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm okay. not saying we're going to win. I'm not saying we're going to win, but we're going to beat Ben Keating. I know that much. All
1: right. So uh, a theoretical question here, oh, if you had an Opal GT, what would you do with it?
0: Throw it in the trash.
3: <laughs> well, you know, um, I think the problem you have with the Opel GT is the power's too low to start with, to do a swap. You know, they're great little – they're cool little cars. But, man, i would have to go through because the point value is pretty low, right? Yeah, 75 points.
1: So we can put it up to 150 horsepower engine or 165 horsepower engine with aero because you have to have aero on that back because it has all that lift. It's like 130 pounds of lift at 100 miles an hour.
3: Yeah, I'd probably – I'd probably do a swap for a low powered echo boost.
1: Uh-oh. Would you paint it black? Something turbocharged. Would you paint it black and yellow?
3: I'd paint it yellow and black. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do it the opposite. Yeah. 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 So the little Corvette, you know. Ask, asking for a yeah. friend. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, Are the transmissions any good in them? Uh, it's a four speed. Okay. Is it strong? Yeah. <laughs> That's a like, no.
1: It's like this big. I think it's the size yeah. of a
3: ruler. So yeah. Can you pick yeah. it up with one hand? Yes. Oh yeah. Then no, <laughs> by the no, not that. By the
1: by the shift ball.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, it's probably not good enough. No. Yeah.
1: No. Now we're actually putting a sixteen hundred uh, Miata engine into it with a five. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. The, the drive sh- or the drive shaft is going to be like this long, about uh, two hundred
3: twenty millimeters. Would you have a, an extra hundred points to turbocharge that? Uh, well, I think so. Yes. There you go. Yeah, I think that would be pretty good. What's the weight going to come in at?
1: Uh, t- twenty one hundred without driver. So twenty one hundred. Yeah, because it's uh, cage and fifteen gallon cell and a few other things. That's full of liquid, so it could probably okay. be oh. low. Yeah, that's full of fuel. Yeah, full of fuel and everything. So fifteen. A oh, full of fuel twenty one hundred. No, that's not too bad. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. You know he's we'll going to charge you for this consultation bill.
1: I know that. I know that. <laughs>
3: It'll just be to buy lot- me a
0: drink. I was going to say, it'll be a, 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 a nice bottle <laughs> yeah. of whiskey.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Nice. So
3: um, it doesn't have to be nice, just so we're clear. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> have to be nice. It doesn't cheap have date. to be a high-quality beer either. He's a cheap he He's not choosy.
0: Anyway, so what's next up for – let's start with, with your with your, your pro teams. What's up next for you guys?
3: Um. Well, to show you my schedule coming up for the next two weeks – I have to go to Indianapolis for a Ferrari Challenge. During that weekend, I have to go to Lime Rock for a GT4 race. Then Monday after that, I have to go to uh, Road America to test uh, the AMG's SRO program on Monday, Tuesday. And then uh, Wednesday, Thursday of that following week, I test the 74 in a GT4 car. And then on uh, Thursday night, I have to fly to Watkins Glen for the SRO race. So that's kind of my... So that's like a 13-day trip coming up uh, next week. So I, all I, that.
0: I have to. I'm like, sounds like a yeah. great great couple of weeks to me.
3: <laughs> I actually have to. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually have to. But, yeah, so that's uh, coming up. Then the next big race we have, we have an SRL race at Watkins Glen. Then we have uh, Road America with the LMP3 and the GT4 Toyotas. Cool.
0: What's, what, and what's up next for you guys? Is it VIR with the Champ Car team?
3: Yeah, we're going to do VIR. And then we're going to do, um, we're signed up from mid Ohio and then road America. And I think we're going to try to go to NOLA because none of us have ever driven a NOLA.
1: Do you use, um, like if you guys haven't driven NOLA, will you take data from those tracks and use it on your pro side?
3: You no, know, mm, I, do you, 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 I doubt it. I doubt it. It's so far off with the slick tire versus, uh, you know, okay. a, a DOT tire and the power levels and everything else it's really far off. So yeah, maybe, I mean, the only thing we'd probably ever do is like, let's say if we went to, uh, if we went to like Ozarks and had in-car video and we wanted to show somebody in like a GT four car where the speeds aren't too far off of each other, that would be the only time we'd really do that.
1: So why did you chicken out of Ozarks? Um, oh, wait, I say that out loud. I'm
3: sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was, I think I had too much going on. Um, I don't oh, think Jim,
1: Lamar. it was Lam- Lamar was
3: going. Yeah. To we were going to, uh, we had a test for the Lamar car. And I think the other reason was, uh, you know, Jim Matthews, uh, one of the drivers, uh, got COVID pretty bad and he wasn't a hundred percent yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, and he wasn't hundred percent at Daytona. So yeah. So we've been kind of fighting COVID issues and, um, but I think we're over all that so we can start to race again. We've been doing some testing with the Corvette and we have another uh, test to do before, um, before vir we should be good to go
1: is that where you take it to an airport and run it as fast as you can to see what it does
3: <laughs> no we're just going to go down to uh kershaw and run it around um and see and see uh check out a few things before we uh go off to a vir
1: so the rumored times are like 115s of that track is that right
3: at at kershaw Kershaw. i don't know i haven't looked them up I don't no. think uh, that sounds pretty fast. I'm just making stuff just so up. You know, that sounds really fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's real fast. <laughs> I mean, that's, I think the LMP3 car did a 21 around there. So I don't think we can do a 15.
4: You that's, never know. Maybe
3: the old lemon short course.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> that yeah. was such a fun track. Did you run that? You ran the lemons races there with us, right? Yeah, with a probe. Yeah, because we had like 200 cars on the short course, and it was yeah. it was like I 95 at rush hour around DC. Yeah, the it was Lorraine. like playing
3: it was like playing Frogger. Yeah, oh my and God, they gave us so they gave us a, a hundred penalty laps. This <laughs> was just like I don't think they like my, like our faces. You know, it was one of those kind of penalties yeah, back yeah. then. Well, yeah, there,
1: was, uh, there were some other um, NASCAR t- uh, guys there. They worked for certain shops, and yeah, some guy had like an MG or something. And the whole suspension was, like, double wishbone, this and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember um, – uh, what's his name? Um, Johnny Lieberman asking, where do you work? What shop do you work in? The guy goes, uh, <laughs> susp- <laughs> chassis suspension at Genassi or some, some, some big name like yeah. that. 200 points or 2,000 <laughs> yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. The Probe wasn't too far off of stock, and we were kind of baffled. But, you know, that's, that's what they do, so yeah. – it was fun. That's what they do. Yeah, we had a good time. We had
0: a good time. So, all right. Anything else before we head out, Bill? That you want to get 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 from the master here?
1: Nah, I I, I you know he Bill's pretty cool. I, I I talk to him a lot, and he answers my questions and sends me on wild goose chases, and but makes me learn, and, and I like that. And uh, a good guy. Thanks, Bill.
3: I, I have a question for you. An Uh-oh. open question uh, to you, Bill is flagtronics going to have the marching ants for people soon we're working on it okay that's what you said last time i asked
1: yeah i know (laughs) they're um actually i'm working with the guy that's working on that and uh he's doing uh, he's doing some i think it's uh the porsche cup okay that's okay Okay. who does the porsches run of the indy USAC. Uh,
3: there's one series that runs with them and one that runs with USAC. Yeah, it's might get them confused.
1: So he's, he's working on that, and uh, he's he's getting pretty close. Um, okay. I've seen a couple of things, and it's pretty cool. So, so I know. Uh,
0: are you talking about giving the teams the access to what we had at, at Willow? Poss-
1: yes. Okay. That ultimately, that something like that will come out. I don't know when because that's not my job. <laughs> I get yelled at constantly. Flightronics is not my job. So okay.
0: so for those who, who don't know what we're talking about, uh, check out the broadcast that Bill and I did from Willow Springs a couple of weeks back. Uh, because we didn't have video, we were able to use the marching ants uh, yeah. feed as our video for that weekend. And it was
1: it wasn't good. It was, Well, parts of it were really good. It we was, well, of- but, but you could see the
0: potential in it. And that was what I thought was really cool.
3: Yeah. I think I mean, we, right. yeah. 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 We use that all the time, you know, on, on the pro stuff. So it'd be, It'd be great to have it just so you know where your car is Yeah, on track. I think you run enough timing sectors to do it pretty well too.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah, there's all kinds of cool stuff. Um, but yeah, we're just right now, we're just working on getting it to work for race control. And then the, once they get that working fine, then we start doing the additions. So gotcha. that's a priority. Cool.
3: Okay. All right. Okay.
1: Mr. Riley I give you a cartoon, and you can just watch that. <laughs> What's that? Bill's
3: car. Yeah. Well, I need to know where my car is and where Ben Keating's car is, and we can follow <laughs> that around. <laughs>
0: there you go. Okay, now I'm going <laughs> to have to watch VR. <laughs> What's that? So, nothing.
3: Okay. I didn't All say right. they're
1: both in the paddock. I didn't say that.
3: Yeah, yeah. We'll probably be <laughs> garage next to each other. We'll probably be pitted next to each other also. So, uh, you be- know, that way. We don't have to go far to exchange of the bets as they go back and forth. So,
0: yeah, cool. so Bill, here's my here's my challenge to you. You need to get a wireless mic on 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 Bill and Ben for the entire race, and just dip into it from time to time. Oh,
3: Cause... I don't think we're going to do that. We're <laughs> not going <laughs> to do that. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not going to do that.
0: That would. I'm be... on my
3: I'm on my weekend off, so I'm not you know very correct. So uh, that would yeah. Be we're good not going do that. Though.
1: But I'll go around and talk to them throughout the race. Got it. Yeah. So, Got it. Yeah. Bill gives me great information, always sending me off on wild goose chases that don't exist.
3: What are <laughs> you talking about? What what name one?
1: You know, you know. You know. You tell how's the car oh it's doing great. You know. Here it comes down with three wheels.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we meant it like to do it like that. <laughs> All right.
0: Before we get into too much trouble here, Bill Riley, thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate it.
3: Oh, uh, thanks for having me on, guys.
0: All right, stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk about the longest day at Nelson Lenges, one of my favorite events in the entire world. That's next on Inside Champ Car.
4: Inside Champ Car is a podcast that takes a deep dive into all things going on with the Champ Car Endurance Series. Hosted by veteran journalist, radio host, and racer Brian Belansky, And Champ Car's very own Bill Strong, we talk to drivers, team bosses, tech gurus, and series supporters. Episodes air every week in time for you to listen on your way to the track. Inside Champ Car is on the Racing Wire podcast network found on Apple, Spotify, Google, and most popular podcasting apps.
0: And we are back. This is inside Champ Car. Bill Strong, Brian Bolanski just got done talking with Bill Riley. That was
1: a whole lot of fun. Bill's fun, man. He's a he's a he's a trip at the track. Fun to hang out with. Um, fun to watch do his job, even when he's doing it. At you know, I got to hang out with him at a uh, at VIR during a pro race, during one of the IMSA races, and just so inviting and and um, you know. Everybody likes Bill.
0: Yeah, it's great to see someone of his caliber of talent and knowledge being willing to pass that along to a different generation of drivers. Right. You know, for nothing more than you know a cheap shot of whiskey or a cheap yeah. beer. <laughs>
1: I mean, he, he's it's pretty awesome because he yeah. does he actually does help people, That's and awesome. uh, he's he's offered to help Champ Car sort out some of its rules issues and. And help the board, you know, it, you know, help them direct, you know, take it to a certain way, and hopefully the board's taking that, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, taking that, uh, taking some advice or, or at least listen to it, and, and uh, but yeah, good there guy. Go.
0: There you go. All right. So this weekend, coolest place, well, one of the coolest places on the planet, one of the coolest races being regenerated, rebooted, restarted.
1: No. the longest day. No. No? Not this weekend.
0: Oh, is it two, next weekend?
1: It's the sixteenth and seventeenth. Oh, so you're off I get, are I get you off this off. weekend? Yes. Yeah. You scared me there for a moment. I had to look real pa- quick.
0: Pardon my my sorry for giving you a little heart attack. Yes. I, I've just misread the schedule then. So in two weeks, we'll do just a quickie preview and then we'll do it a lot deeper next week then. Yeah. yeah. Um so,
1: Yeah, we have Nelson Ledges longest or the longest day of Nelson Ledges um we uh fred actually fred called me today and we were talking about some stuff uh he's uh they're getting us some uh really fast internet um for the event so we'll be able to do some some cool live stuff from the track nice uh we are going to have myself and you can join as well um whenever you want to join you know you know how to join us via the the way we do it Mm -hmm. and uh we probably have david haynes joining us as well in the overnight because when he's in australia It's daytime there.
0: Well, that's what we were talking about when we interviewed him last time. Maybe he and I can do a stint on the overnights a little bit while you guys sleep.
1: Yep, yep. And uh, so that'll be pretty awesome. And uh, so, yeah, we have that coming up. And uh, lots of – so we're going to have fast internet. They're getting – I guess they're ordering the lights tomorrow for it so we can light up certain aspects of the track that are a little bit – you know, dangerous. You kind of want to see the apex point. So they, they have these Apexes. generators. Oh, I know. No, it's. Uh, I think most of it's if we lose a car out in the, out in the weeds, <laughs> we find them. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Out there. Out <laughs> That's there, happened there. before. So Flagtronics uh, is, is going to be a game changer with that, too. We'll be able to see everybody on track and find out where they're at. I think we may even stick some Flagtronics stuff on the tow trucks to actually see if their tow truck drivers are as fast as the race car drivers. Cool. Which awesome. it's always been a rumor. All right, so,
0: so you said twenty teams, right? We don't have to go through all of them. We'll do that next nah, week.
1: Yeah, we just got about twenty teams showing up that race. And the the real cool thing about that event is that uh, chill out systems, uh, you know, that's that cool shirt system yeah. that uh, doesn't use water. It's it's got a really cool setup, and a lot of guys are using it. It's like a four thousand dollars system, and they're giving away a system to the winner nice. of the long the summer uh, the summer of twenty fours, which is the combined your combined finish of the nelson ledges 24 and the VIR 24 so you you have your combined finish of that the lowest score wins so if you win both races you get two points
0: so if awesome, you finish
1: second man. on var and and win nelson you'll get three so and yeah,
0: it, it is not too late to register for the race nope. right
1: nope. go
0: not to champ for all the deets
1: Yep. and we have a few teams a visceral is uh, entering two cars um, money shift racing will be there atlanta speedworks will be there um Wittenauer motorsports those guys that little mini cooper will be there and it actually does pretty well cool. um there's some other teams that i know will be there so i know uh that we will be um over 20 entries at the nelson Twenty Four, cool. um and then uh The VAR 24 is getting up there. That's some big numbers. Um, That's fantastic. Yeah. That one's uh, currently at about 61 entries. 61 entries for
0: a 24-hour race. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, All right. We will talk more about that next week on Inside Champ Car ton of that and uh, we'll have a cool guest next week I don't know who it's going to be yet but I'm sure Bill will come up with somebody fantastic we'll do that next week on Inside Champ Car this is going to do it for another episode if you like what you heard subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any episodes also it would be great if you share it on your social media channels you can comment on the Champ Car Facebook page especially if it's a good one if it's a bad one it's Bill Strong's page we have new episodes every week he is Bill Strong I am Brian Bolansky, and you are listening to the Racing Wire Podcast Network